Tom Cruise did bitch about it. They uh they went in the credits and all the names was like John or Jane Smith. Huh. So they didn't know who to Pretty sue. True. Yeah. And Tom Cruise actually went to Paramount, who owns Comedy Central, and said, "Hey, remove this episode." And they actually did. They removed it and they never showed it again at the time. Yeah. And so Trey Parker and Matt Stone was like, how long are you going to remove this episode when you're going to put it back? They're like, well, due to Tom Cruise, we can't. Okay, I'll give you uh, an ultimatum. Either you air the episode or me and Matt Stone stop writing South Park and we're going to cancel. Yeah. Comedy Central is just like, fuck. When the Paramount video said, we are not canceling South Park, do something about Tom Cruise right now. Okay, Tom Cruise, we're dropping you. Mm. Sorry. So Damn. Paramount Video, Paramount Studios dropped Tom Cruise. Yeah, they did the magic thing of coming out at the right time. Because you couldn't really do a show like that nowadays, I don't think. Yeah, Some of the things they get away with, money, huh? people yeah. just kind of look the other way because it's, oh, it's South Park. And they were in a point where they could do that stuff and get away with it and then make a name for themselves to where it's withstood the, uh, the, the test, test of time. time. And now they're just, you know, it's South Park. South Park made Paramount a lot of fucking yeah. money. Huh? Um, oh, God. Did it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking probably, South Park. It's probably the number one thing on Comedy Central yeah. is South Park. Yeah. Well, I just recorded us talking about South Park, and we're gonna go ahead and get into this movie, Double Dragon. So right now, I'm gonna play our intro. Oh, song. but hey, but can we go back to talking about South Park? Because I really don't want to talk about this Double Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't, you don't want to talk about Minister Milano's ass? Uh. All right, Kevin, you drive a hard bargain. Let's <clears throat> go. Three lives down. You got enough in there to finish me off? One way to find out. Gross. Good. To talk about Alyssa Milano, I don't think her ass is that great. It's just that this movie made a good point of showing her ass at least twice. The first time, though, it was covered. Second time, it you know her little short shorts with the with her weird ass fucking outfit. She had short shorts and then these cut up pants that came up to like the knees. And you could just see the leg between the the knees and like the upper thigh yeah. or whatever. It, like, it seems like Alyssa <laughs> Milano had like this typical '90s soccer mom ass going yeah. on in those shorts, and I I don't know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, and then that uh that that haircut like a fade. She just had yeah. Like a fade when on. I first saw her, I kind of reminded me of Pink. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That with that haircut, just oh, with yeah. less talent. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, we talk about the Double Dragons movie that came out back in 1994. Um, sadly, this movie, I I was like on board for this movie as a kid. As a kid, when I watched this movie, I was like, 
all right, ninjas and shadow people moving around and shit. That's cool. But I was like, what the fuck were you thinking? I don't know. Because when I was on board. Now, I was like, um, Jesus Christ. Because I know <laughs> what did I, they do with this? Like, who is this for? I don't know. Yeah. I think the answer is we were all idiots when we were children. Yeah, we let a lot of things slide. That's the thing. You can sell anything to kids nowadays. You can give them garbage and like it's like whatever. You know, the parents will bring the kids. Now, I didn't go see this in theaters. Apparently, a lot of people didn't see it in theaters. No, I didn't either. <laughs> no. I think this movie had no. like a $8 million budget. It was like $7,800,000. It, it was like, like 7.8. Yeah. And it made like 2.3 million in the box office. I say about 3.5. Oh, 3.5? 3.5. 3.5? Okay. Right. So it made like 3.5 million. So yeah, this was not a good uh this is not a good move. I mean, I can yeah. I can tell that the only people that actually went to go see this movie yeah. were the people that played the Double Dragon game. So this is what we'll do. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Double Dragon um game storyline and a little bit about Double Dragons, and then we're gonna get into the movie. And oh, before you do that. We have with us Kevin. Say hello, Kevin. Hello. Uh, Kevin typically does all our video editing, and he shoots our videos when we do our uh, Gamer Needs Food Badly segment. We also got some artwork about to be coming in and really trying to get that out there. Um, in fact, um, by the time this comes out, maybe about a week or so from now, we might have the next video where we did Sonic's Triple Ring Chili chi- Chili Dogs. Chili dogs. Oh, that shit sounds amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, who, who did that video? So, uh, Kevin. You know, why don't you uh-huh. uh, tell us a little bit about it, right quick? Just yeah, go ahead, bit. Kevin. Um, I mean, like what you were saying. I mean, well, I'll well, let, I mean, I edited the video. Y'all did Sonic's Three Rings Chili Dog. Who did? Who who uh, who cooked in that video? Who cooked did it? Eric. And you, you. Ryan. Okay, you're pointing at me. Well, I'm just mm-hmm. saying part of the editing, just some of the stuff you did. Like you had some pretty good running gags in it. I know we've seen it already. And um, um, yeah, I mean, Eric kind of made this habit of becoming a haphazard chef. So we ended up decided to institute an <laughs> Eric failed counter in there a new go. video. Right. Um, we also have a meat counter because meat was said a whole bunch of yeah, times. Yeah, a lot of innuendo said in that about uh, meat and holding my meat and yeah, putting my meat Yeah, just down. to throw this so, out, um, Kevin did a really good job editing that video yeah. and he's really talented with yeah. it. Thank so, you. Yeah. No, I'm I'm being serious. Yeah. That shit was really good. I watched it for myself. I got a sneak peek of it and I was really impressed with it. Yeah. Well, considering I have zero video editing experience yes. before this, I feel kind of accomplished. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So anyways, um, Ryan, let's go ahead and back on task. Tell us about Double Dragons. Uh the quickly, um, with the game, um, I remember growing up and watching my older brother play the double dragon game uh in the arcade and if i can remember correctly the very first double dragon game was only one player which was billy lee and the storyline was that billy lee had a girlfriend named marion who gets beat up yes beat up and taken by the shadow gang where billy has to roam the streets and pretty much rolled through a bunch of thugs and steroid beefed up bosses to get to his girlfriend. So much more macho than the Scott Wolf version of Billy. 
very much more macho, macho than Party of Five. Yeah. But um, <laughs> and then later on down the line, they added the uh, the second player, which was uh, Jimmy Lee, and his absence in the first game was made up when they decided to try re reboot the storyline to where they actually made him like an enemy mm. to Billy Lee. But instead of addressing it in the video games, they decided to add that concept in the um, the cartoon that got dropped later on. Okay. Like in 94, 95. It came out kind of the same time as the movie, huh? The show? Correct. But with the video games, I know in 1990, because uh, the first game dropped in 88. So that I had to at least be like three or four. Okay. And the second one dropped in 90. So these games were just dropping like flies. Mm. And uh, I know in 93, what was it? Like at least 92, they dropped Double Dragon 3. And 93, they dropped, was it uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon, which was one of my all-time favorite games. Anybody see? Yeah, the, that's the one I remember playing, Battletoads Double Dragons. I remember a lot of people that. remember that game. Yeah, but I guess it came out later. And, like, for me, I was born in 88. So, like, the games I would remember would come out after 94, 95, you know? So, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of guys I know playing, like, the old, I've even played these games on NES. And a lot of people that I know, every time I drop the name, Battletoads Double Dragon they're just like oh yeah I fucking played that yeah yeah. and and then at the same time the cartoon came out in about 94 mm-hmm. and they decided to drop the game uh, Double Dragon 4 yeah which mm-hmm. was based off the cartoon which was actually instead of a 2D beat em up it was more like a fighting game okay and then the movie dropped yeah and I was just like what the fuck is this yeah that's Seriously. what we all asked what the fuck is this so, um, this movie here is garbage. It, well, yeah. yeah, you're all welcome, by the way. So, all right, Kevin, why don't you give us some of your first experience, uh, first um, takes on the movie? What you thought? What's your thoughts? First thoughts? I think uh, I could probably sum it up in the fact that at one point I looked down at the timer and it was at 48 minutes, and I said silently, just thought to myself, "Why does this movie have to be 90 minutes?" Well, actually, that's actually kind of short for a movie, too, though. Yeah, like I know, but... is actually pretty I'm similar. not complaining it's that but short. I'm no, not. I'm no. really not. I know that's short for a movie, but it's not short enough for that movie. Typically, I think where most movies live at is close to two hours. I yeah. That's, that's for the most... I mean, Generally. Hour and a half's not too bad. There's some movies to do that. Um, <laughs> but actually, from what you're saying, like, from the game, the source material is... Uh, I don't know if I'd say as much adult, but definitely more adult-oriented. Like, it's... You know, you said like his girlfriend gets beat up in the game and taken, and like taken. And Billy is actually the main guy in the game. Like, Correct. Yeah. So it's it's kind of think of it like remember the original adults, Street Fighter, right? The original Street Fighter, we had Ryu was the first player. Yeah. And if you pick up the second controller, you picked up as Ken, which is yeah. almost kind of the same, but it's like render a different color. But there, and there was also nothing in the games about medallions and powers. Not at all. Yeah, none it, of that was. There. It was you. The roll idea the streets. of them being double dragons was just that they were two people, two brothers who were like brothers, who were brothers, and they were just like you know kung fu fighters, which, like martial which, arts fighters. Which was at the time in the eighties was to save money. All you did was you rendered second player a different color. 
Yeah. That's all you did, just like the game NARC. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, one's blue, one's red. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it was. He looks just like Billy, but he's running a different color. Yeah. And one's beat, red, one's green. Yeah. You beat up a bad guy. You pick up a knife. You pick up some chains, some nunchucks. You beat up a array of bad guys. That's yeah. all it was. It's a simple premise. So... We'll go ahead and do a little bit of what this movie was about. And so I've got the opening clip here, so we'll do that. There's actually a two-part on the opening clip. So, Thousands of years ago in ancient China, an evil army of shadow warriors terrorized the great city of Chengsa. Is this who I think they're doing people, this voiceover? The good yes, king this is Robert Patrick. Yeah. To create it's a goddamn mystical liquid Terminator. Mm-hmm. Realizing the ultimate powers of the medallion, the king split it in half. To one son, he gave the power over body. To the other, power over the soul. This is the legend of the double dragon. So what's really weird is that the main villain is doing the intro. Um, I I think they got a hold of this kind of actor, this kind of high end. Because he just came off of Terminator 2. Uh Terminator 2 is like... One of the biggest movies. Yeah, what, wasn't his name first in yeah. the credits? Uh, it might have been. I don't yeah, even, it I, was? I, it would be. So I don't know if it was. I don't remember. I didn't pay attention to who, that. Who else? Think, yeah. Honestly, Mark Dragos, Scott Wolf. Well, that's no. what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 because yeah, I watched yeah. I watched the credits and Mark Dragos' his name was before Scott Wolf. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. So, but he was like the, they, they really kind of flaunted him like this. The villain of this movie really had, I think, much more. He had almost as much or more than the Double Dragons. Uh, no, he probably had a little less. He had no, less. He, 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 I would say he had but, more. But the guys had more fight scenes. So there was like the whole oh, fight God. scene. Um, what Define the fight scene. Scenes, now. yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I was about to say. Somebody, <laughs> we're, we're saying fight scenes. Well, hold on. Let me finish the second opening, then we'll get into that. The king knew that together his sons would emerge triumphant return peace to the land. After their victory, princes hid the medallions to prevent them from ever being used for evil. What, what, so, was, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but was that... That's like the only time they ever fucking mentioned that story. Yeah. It was never mentioned again. No. No, it's not. And, and it kind of... And the second ending, it comes up where he's basically telling the story to his, like, minions... Because they just... Now, this was the weird thing about this movie, right? This movie takes place, quote-unquote, in the future of 2007. Correct. Because this movie came out in 94. Okay? So, um, but the first scene, you're in China. Right. And with monks. And I thought, based on what was being said... I literally thought we were like back like in the early years. I did too. Until one of the karate, the chick with the the outfit, the black outfit, pulls out like this computer thing and starts typing up like a little. I was like, what? Yeah. I I, I was just like, if you're going to. And I was like, oh, we're in the present time? I'm 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 sitting there like, if you're going to use that shit. Why the fuck were you dressed like that? Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. And she's never dressed like that again. Right. It was like this black kind of. And uh, she didn't do shit. Like uh, I guess the best I can say is like because of lack of knowledge of what those things are called. It's like a karate uniform. That not was, even that. Not even that. Not even. That. But like they came and invaded some monk village because they found that's where there's two medallions. And one of the medallions gives shadow powers, and the other one gives like invincibility. 
It's, it's so, like it's the power of the soul and the power of the body. Yeah, power of the soul, power of the body. Right? So basically, simple plot. Main. Hold on one second. It's what? All right, guys. Back in the flash. Sorry about that. Um, anyways, beginning of this movie, we were talking about the karate outfit. We were talking about just, it was just kind of ridiculous it, setup. And then it, it starts off in this China. It, it almost felt like we were starting back in time. And it wasn't. It was in the present. The present of 2007, uh, which is like the future. <laughs> but okay. it's the past. But yeah. Did, did so. you think it was weird when she chased that monk into the temple? And then you think, it's like, okay, she's going to kill him. Yeah. And then he runs up, he climbs up, and he hides. And then she looks around, he, she looks at him. And then he looks over there. Yeah. And like, then there's hey, the medallion. There. <laughs> and and then he just hides some more. And she grabs the medallion. And you're like, wow, that was pretty epic. Yeah. Not. Nah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> so. Nobody died. Yeah. So this movie then picks up. Basically, she comes back to Los Angeles. It's now New Angeles. And it, it, I guess back in the 90s. They had this idea, uh, or even today, I don't know. But, you know, down in California, there's always this thing about earthquakes. Didn't Wasn't there another movie? Didn't um, Demolition Man. Demolition Man played with the idea of Did the an same, earthquake. 2004, there was an earthquake that shook and destroyed all of Los Angeles. Didn't know. Um, and it, it made like a dystopian, like post-apocalyptic future where everybody had to rebuild and became like a... Uh, unique society yeah so this one almost uh-huh. does something like that too where yeah, there was the quake and uh which i thought this was kind of crazy um let me see if i have it here i thought about i thought about it when i was watching it i was like this this seems just like demolition they're not man. the only ones to do that escape from la did the same thing Mary, didn't they? escape from la did the mm-hmm. same exact fucking thing, thing. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, Escape from L.A. I was about to say that one. They did something similar to that with the earthquake. But, but the only problem is um, the storyline was already going through with Escape from New York. Okay. Which back in 94. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it saw was Escape continuing. from New York. I didn't see Escape from L.A. So, okay. It, it, well, it pretty much continues the storyline from Escape from New York. Mm. Well, this is this is where they talk a little bit about what happened to Los Angeles is now New Angeles. Marion, you were too young to remember what it was like after the quakes. We had floods, we had power outages, we had gas leaks all over the place and no help from the feds. By the time we looked up on the debris, the gangs had the run of the city. I find that weird. So the federal government did not come out to help Los Angeles? They were just like, fucking deal with it? I find that weird because we get that now in New Orleans and we're just like, oh, that shit happened. Yeah, well, there was a whole shit about the federal government taking too long to help, but they came down to do something, you know? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, so... And apparently it was was not enough time for these gangs to form up like clowns and oh fucking, yeah the gang all that the shit. gangs were ridiculous they had dudes in top hats and suits and shit yeah, and yeah, clowns. other dudes in clowns other dudes like ripped up shirts it, it, it makes me wonder how much fucking was, time did the government react to where, where a bunch of people were just like you know what let's be a clown oh yeah gang. so the government don't yeah. react at all so LA has to do it and, the, and that was actually yeah. the uh, Marion's father who was like I guess the head of the police I don't know I mean he, he, he was, was the chief of police, police yeah. I guess so the four stars on yeah, his collar he meaning. was the chief, the chief of police, police. Right. and and um, that chicken done almost. Eric? Almost. All right. So he almost was a, he was the chief of police, and um, he just uh, yeah, like he apparently 
he just lets the gang. So they, there's a deal basically now. So you're in this okay. like apocalyptic version of Los Angeles where like the cops do stuff during the day, but they have an agreement that the gangs just have the where, night. Where they had a curfew. Where and the, there's a curfew. The, the, the cops at the curfew, the cops have to turn in oh, and not do shit. I got a, I got a little bit about that actually here. Which is in stupid. our top story tonight, it's daylight savings time again. Now make sure you set your clocks one hour ahead tonight or tomorrow evening you may accidentally find yourself out after curfew. I always get them mixed up, whether to go forward or backward. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me ask you, Seth. How many, how many well-known names was in this fucking movie? Oh, you two are crazy. That was actually Vanna White. Right, yeah. That from was Wheel Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune. They even use her real name, too. They say, Vanna White, you know, in, in that news story. And then, who's doing the weather? Andy fucking Dick. Andy uh, Dick. <laughs> Andy Dick is doing the weather. Like, it's the like, only time he's in this damn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's the, only scene. it's the only scene he's got. So, uh, yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> anyway. So, they've got a curfew. they got a bye-bye. So, we got a curfew, got a bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, the villain is introduced, and they're wanting to get both of the double dragons so that, uh, actually, I think I have another little scene here. He can, he can run the city. Not rule the world, but run the city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I got that right here. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, let's see. Nope, nope, nope. I should enable these a little bit. You have this, you have this <laughs> magic medallion that lets you possess people and control them, and your only ambitions is to control this polka. Yeah, he wants to. City. He wants to I control right here. the city. Hold on, he's he is the right. richest person. Yeah, but he, he new, already controls the city. Like that. He controls it because he's the richest person. But he's like, I want to control it. I'm like, don't you already do that? All right, here you go. Okay, how hard can it be to pull my beloved dragon out of the river? Huh? I mean, it's down there. The river's really deep. They empty it! Empty the river. Lewis. May I remind you, this is the T-1000 here? <laughs> Holy shit. I just want total domination. Two years before, he was the T-1000. A American city. Is that too much to ask for? It was total is domination it? of one... American fucking city. city. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but shit, he was a T-1000 two years before. Yep. And now all he wants to do is run one fucking city. Oh, wow. Not the world. The one, one city. city. One. And, it, and to run one city, he needs the power of invincibility and the power of shadows where he can basically possess people like the soul where he just possess people or well, like, like kill people by yeah yeah shadows. we're not gonna even get into what he did with just that one half of that medallion yeah yeah just the entire movie he had one half of that medallion what the fuck he was doing with it yeah until finally when he gets both of what he does no we're not gonna even spoil it yeah <laughs> so anyway um We've talked about this movie for the last 20 minutes almost, and we haven't even gotten into the double dragons. <laughs> we're, we're, it's, it's like we're trying not to, but we have to. We have to. We so fucking have to. We get Billy and Jimmy, and it uh, opens up with them in a at tournament. A, in a tournament. So I guess in this apocalyptic version, they're still doing karate tournaments, and they're doing tournaments for money because right. of this scene here. History repeats itself. 
Congratulations, Billy. You just lost us the prize money. Hey, you were playing it safe and they were catching up. We were just having a little fun. Yeah, well, have your it, fun out of the ring. What a just the, kill. Just the idea that you had Billy Lee played by Scott Wolf, who, when myself growing up, Scott Wolf was known for being a party of five. Like, if, if you watch 90210, you watch fucking Party of Five. <laughs> Wasn't into that dramatic shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mark Dragos, who actually has a martial arts background. Yeah. And you're watching this like... And you can see the difference. You, 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 can, see, you, you can see the difference. You see but, him doing martial arts. Oh, go ahead. Especially when Billy jumps on top of that guy's back and that martial arts tournament oh, yeah. starts giving him a noogie. Yeah, like what the deadliest was this? martial arts move of all time, the yeah, noogie. Yeah, and, and, you, and me and Kevin, who have actually played the Double Dragon games, like Billy Lee <laughs> is a serious fucking character who, who we beat up dozens of bad guys, and now we're watching this movie like he's giving a guy you know a what, noogie. You know what this movie was? What the it fuck? was like a solo movie with uh, Leonardo and Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. Pretty it much. It was like both of them doing a solo movie. Oh, wow. And impersonated into the Double Dragons. Yeah, that's that was basically was. A, a much annoying yes. Leonardo and Michelangelo. Yes, yes. So they are apparently from this scene, we see that they can do karate, but... Billy Someone. is the silly, zany character like Michelangelo, and then Jimmy's the serious type of character like Leonardo. And um, they're being they're they're apparently teenagers. They're not adults. They're teenagers. They're seventeen years old. Yeah, about seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. And um, they're being taken care of by some Asian lady. I don't even remember her name. So I don't remember. Start with an either. S. Yeah. So yeah, it did start with an S. I might the most forgettable character. Yeah, yeah. Because she was like their caregiver. She knew their dad or something, and she has the other. Never really explained it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she has some other dragon emblem. She has. She has the other one. So, so there's two. There's two sides of the dragon, and uh, the main villain here has got one. Oh, and we do. Uh, we do get his new name in the movie. I've missed you, Lotus Flower. Geisman. Victor No one has called me Geisman in many years. But like a phoenix rising from the ashes, I have ascended. I've taken a new name, that of the great ancient Japanese warlord. Why? And Kogashuko. (laughs) I like the dramatic music. And not only that... They all take their shades off at that point in the music because the whole time there's this thing about him wearing shades. In fact, there's another scene right here. Power of the second dragon calls me. Now surrender it or die. Yes! You know better than that. Not until I have my shades on. She turned the lights on for everybody you couldn't see. She turned the lights on. That's all she did. So this dude is constantly wearing shades inside because apparently the lights are too bright inside. He has to have his shades on. And, but then he like takes them off and puts them on like constantly throughout the whole movie. They never explain why. And at that, no, like I almost thought there was a plot point behind it. Like yeah. maybe there's nope. some reason. Nope. No, no. It's just he wears no. shades and indoor light hurts his eyes at times. Like she was not supposed to turn the lights on until he puts his sunglasses on inside. What? This- this is fucking crazy. I don't know. They kind of make this movie better for me when he's just like, that's not my name. I call myself, I was thinking, T-1000. 
Do <laughs> I think I would have liked this movie more if he called himself T one thousand. Yeah, this movie here. Uh, but with his fucking his blonde hair. Oh, that haircut was and, crazy and, and brown on the sides. Yeah, looked like he just stepped off of a Bobby Brown music video. Or I think or like it MC was Hammer. good that the, the Terminator movie gave him a role where he just had no lines. Right, I have seen him in some other stuff, and I've seen him. He's got he's got some talent. Oh yeah, he's oh, good oh, oh yeah. He's like later actor. on, well, look, but like really, right after it, it's just like what the I'll fuck. I tell you, I tell you yeah. this. I put it this way. I think he did good in the movie. I just think he had bad shit to work with. It was just. I don't like, think he was serious losing. at all about it. I don't think so either. But I, don't I, think, I think he, they just gave him the money. He's like, do what the fuck you want. You some care. of the fight scenes were really like he. This villain has a fight scene with the uh, the Asian caretaker lady over the double dragons, and he's like cigarette in his mouth the whole time, just like throwing punches, kind of like lazily. His martial arts was terrible. Yeah, yeah, and the whole time, a whole time, he's smoking. And then he has like sunglasses on, on and off throughout the whole movie, and like he's just got this cigarette in his mouth, and he's like, it was it was bizarre, and it's not a cigarette, it's like he's got an extension for the cigarette. Yeah, he's got to one put of them filters, like like yeah. a filters for like it looked like maybe like a black and miles really. It didn't really look like a cigarette, so it was it was bonkers to say that. Um, but getting back to the double dragons and getting back to the story. So this is set technically in the future because it's when it came out in 94. So one of the things I thought was bizarre is that everybody had computers in their, in their, in their cars and they could just tell them odd specific information about other people. people. Yeah. Like they got this scene. It's the Mohawks. Yeah, it, it's like they have mohawks. It, it, it must be that guy. Eight hundred pounds. He pulls his computer down from the sun visor. Yes, he pulls it down from the sun visor, and it tells him that the guy outside can bench eight hundred pounds, and it just gives him like. His name, it gives him... Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like things. this guy we're chasing, they don't have mohawks, let's type them in. It must be Billy and Jimmy Lee. Yo, yeah. They, I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Well, you see, I kind of would understand why the gangs would have it. Because later on in the movie, they really set up the idea that the gangs run the nighttime. So you would think if it's one of the head running gangs, which I'm assuming he's part of... They would have maybe police equipment or something like that. Like, yeah. or some, because it looked like what they had was police equipment. But why did Billy and Jimmy have it in their cheap ass fucking car that runs off of trash, apparently? Because now we've gotten away yeah. from diesel fuel or gas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, this is 2007. Everybody okay. has a fucking Mr. Fusion from Back to Future 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing. much. Because they just, just can't stuff garbage in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all they do. And then that car is only used for like one little car scene and then it breaks because he threw like cheese a, in a it. Can of, a can of cheese whiz. A can of cheese whiz that gave it like a nitro wait. boost when they were trying yeah, to get it. Yeah, some kind of huge. I'm like, what's in that fucking wait, cheese wait, wait. whiz? Wait, wait. And, and didn't they have a map that had cheese whiz on it that they threw? Oh, yeah. The fucking and thing? they threw it so that they I'm couldn't like, what's their see. thing with cheese? Yeah, they, they threw the map so it got stuck and they couldn't see. 
So then they pull up this computer screen where now it's like a video game and they have like a joystick to drive the car. Like, that has to be what the most... What the fuck? Yeah. That must be the awkward thing to try and drive a vehicle with a joystick when you're looking at some no, shitty image not, of the not in the fucking this. Not in 2007. No, I guess not. Not in the fucking future. <laughs> not, no, I guess no. not. I guess not in the future. It's funny because they were in the future, but them graphics definitely were like they were from the fucking past. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, looking at it now, of course, it's going to be that way. But, you know, I thought what was interesting is that they still, the one prediction of the future they got right was there was a scene where a kid had a headset on doing virtual reality. And yeah. I was like, well, that's happening. <laughs> I think that was actually a virtual boy he had on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it, it was a virtual boy. So, okay. So, yeah, he was doing some kind of roller coaster. No, it, it is weird because I was watching it like, he's got an Oculus Rift. Yeah. No, no, no that was a virtual. That? that was that was a console. That was the one console Nintendo doesn't want to talk about. The virtual boy. <laughs> yes, yeah. indeed. And then they put it in that fucking movie. Because <laughs> I think the virtual boy came out around that year. Oh yeah, ninety four. Yeah, and then it, it, I think it, it was a product placement to try to sell the thing because uh, it, it sold nothing, like literally almost nothing. Oh yeah, they probably weren't ready for it. Like nowadays, it seems like they're a little more equipped to go tackle this virtual reality thing, but. Not in the past. Anyway, so we have our heroes. They they end up getting tussles with gangs because and apparently the gangs work for our main villain, uh, Robert Patrick, who's uh, the T one thousand. Yeah, the T one thousand. Can we go with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just call him the T one thousand. Yeah, whatever. I, I cannot remember his name because I didn't really give a fuck. So I just went with T one thousand. Yeah. So um, they. Um, they basically it's just them playing keep away. So it's like the 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 guy comes in and he finds out where they live. And I feel like this was a trope of movies in the nineties where you have these people living in like broke down movie studios or like broke down business places where they hang out at or, or like live. Because these two live in a broken movie like, studio. Yeah, movie theater. And I want to say there was more movies that did stuff like that. I can't think of any offhand, but I mean, can you think of anything, Ryan? Escape from New York. He lives in a movie studio or something? Well, it, it's not really that, but he goes into uh, New York at the time where everything's abandoned. And he yeah. goes into these abandoned things. Because um, that's the other thing, too. He's going into abandoned things, and it's like... I guess some of it's abandoned, but there's some kind of business and stuff happening because they show people like going to work. I don't know and what they, exactly. They have, they I was, was going to say Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. You, you remember that uh, episode we did? Yeah. Sure. What, what was that? Losing Lives Thanks. number one? Yeah. That's number mm-hmm. one. That was number one. Yeah. So, um, and then there was this weird thing that they threw in gas masks. Oh, well, like, geez. Yeah. Oh, so, like, apparently they need to wear gas masks. Um, because I, I the think smog is so. I guess it's the smog, go. but like nobody wears them. Like it, it's they, they, they show they, it for like two seconds. Yeah, they show it for like. In fact, there's a news thing here. Oh, oh, by Andy your oxygen mask tomorrow because we are in for some black rain. All the smog fans in New Angeles won't blow this away. So if you have a smog fan, stay near it. And if you don't, smog. get a job. So. Because if not, get a job. And there was like there was like one scene when he was giving the news. And you've seen a whole bunch of people get up, put on their gas masks. And then there was another scene where they had some guys in suits. 
and it was like a payphone thing almost, but it was like they were getting oxygen. oxygen. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, there was a bunch of weird ideas to set up this whole, like, oh, it's this future and this earthquake happened and then this is how things run. And it was just a bunch of, like, let's just put random ideas up there and just and, be like. And they only hit on it one time. Yeah. 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 They really did. They tried to set up this whole idea that Los New Angeles yeah. supposed to be like really polluted, like when Billy and uh, Jimmy jumped in the river, yeah, and everything. They, they hollered about, "Oh, you're gonna get diarrhea, and all your hair's gonna fall out." Oh, well, they really yeah, that scene too. And then it was also this whole thing. They even had like this. It's Sunday. You're watching the Raiders Gladiators game on TV, and suddenly the house collapses. Oh, that collapses. fucking commercial! How yeah, but it's not your fault. It's yeah. everybody's fault. That's why you got to They sound like they're Jack from New York. Well, you can choose right? from hundreds of decorated I'm like, colors. Was this so a remember, Super Mario Brothers movie? If you didn't buy from us, you don't know. <laughs> we need to borrow a couple of the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers guys. Come over here and do a commercial for us. Yeah, because that that sounded like that was in New York. I feel like this was somebody's script of a post a post apocalyptic version of uh, Los Angeles. And somebody had all these, because I'm not saying they're not necessarily where thought out, well thought out, but I definitely think that they were thought out to a point where it was like, this is somebody's script of Los Angeles. And they were like, well, we'll use that script before this double dragons thing. And then they just inserted this double dragons storyline yeah, yeah, into I was asking, this idea. I was asking myself, what did I even have to do with? New Angeles it because this, have this sounded anything. like something to do the with reason, New York. The reason this takes in the future, the reason why this thing is um is like a post-apocalyptic version of Los Angeles. I guess it was just a popular theory of what was going to happen to Los Angeles with the earthquakes and stuff. Yeah. The purpose yeah. for any of that just didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I was on a big fault line so everybody's always been afraid of like oh there's an earthquake he's gonna come and destroy los angeles or whatever you know it's always been a thing i guess but we're gonna hold on for just a second again sorry guys looks like ryan's taking a step out because he probably gotta take a big ass shit yes sir all right uh we back and ryan is uh, finished pissing taking a big ass shit in my fucking bathroom thank you it up. thank you Seth. yeah yeah uh, but anyways, we were talking about the fault line. We were talking about just the idea of this being taking place in a post-apocalyptic world. Like the setting of this just feels like it didn't need to be, especially compared to the game. It almost felt like a script that was written or was like in the beginnings of being written about L.A. in some post-apocalyptic world. And then they just threw the double dragons in the mix. I kind of think that's what might have happened, but I can't find anything confirming my theory. Mm. So, it- but. I I'm, I guess I can agree with you because that's what it seemed like. Yeah, it, I think it studios do that. They'll just buy scripts and hang on to them, even if they don't like them, and then they'll just use them as a cash grab or something. Yeah, like something else. It, yeah, this movie was a total cash grab for the Double yeah. Dragon series. Yeah, so we got through all this stuff and didn't really even talk about. I guess the most unimportant part of this movie, which was uh, what was the girlfriend's name? Marion. Marion. Yes. Marion is not their girlfriend at this point, or but it does seem like she warms up to Billy towards the end of the movie. It's played by a model, Alyssa Milano, who apparently they had at least two specific scenes where they specifically check her ass out. Like she, had she, warms, over. she warms up to both the brothers. Kind of, yeah, yes. It's just she does basically, but it's uh, at the end they kind of make a point of it being with Billy. 
but a little bit yeah a little bit because mm-hmm. Billy's always been like Jimmy's kind of been like I'm not dealing with her like because she's part of this gang the power group I think it power is power core the power core and this is like a good gang is she even she even defends the power core to her father the chief of police yeah yeah, yeah. there's a whole and, thing and where she's scene. having an argument with her yes. dad about oh the power core uh, it, it, it kind of makes me wonder how long does she get away with putting on a brunette wig in front of her father oh yeah trying to defend the power core he's just like they're a bunch of fucking terrorists yeah. and she's like they help people at night and he's like fuck you yeah. no they don't <laughs> I'm just letting just, you know yeah and it's cause I'm a policeman try being a fucking policeman yeah that's all I'm saying and she's like, well, the power core. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up about power core. But in this, too, the police are like, oh, it's like 7 o'clock. We're off duty. Yeah, we're yeah. Not, we're, we're not interfering. It's, like, it's not just we're off duty. We're staying in here. Oh, yeah. And it's not just for the cops. It's everybody because they have this scene here. Tragically, this is the first daylight gang attack in seven years. Let's go now live to police headquarters. Chief Delario, Sam Gillespie, 102 News. Why are you aggravating the gangs? What are you going to do about it? They have rights, too. Yeah, maybe the gang members are just misunderstood. Huh? Right, maybe they just need a hug. Chief, why did the gangs break you know, the You know, some, I even hate to throw this out. It's 23 minutes the way with the gangs in this movie, it seemed like... That's a wrap. This reminded me of the Warriors. You know, I was about to make that connection, too. Yeah. The fucking Warriors. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Warriors. Mm. So, with all with all the gangs, it's like you know what the police don't want to fuck with this at night. Let all the gangs do what they want at night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this so, is the Warriors. Yeah. So, um, so the Power Core, they're basically this group that's like we're gonna you know fight back. And so, the Billy and Jimmy end up hooking up with her to help fight the main villain. Which honestly, I guess other than revenge purposes, uh, um. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they're even doing anything in this movie. This movie completely doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, I mean, we, we established that from the start. Because they don't even find out about the dragon stuff until like five minutes before she's dead. Yeah. So it's, it's not like they always knew about these dragon coins. You're, you're, you're talking about their, uh, their caretaker, right? Yes. That they freed. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm going to elaborate on this. That they locked her. And then freed her. Yeah. And then when they go to escape, she closes the door. Yeah. And it's like, wait, they just fucking freed you. Yeah. And now you're about to sacrifice your life when the T-1000 hits you in the face. Yeah. No, it didn't make any sense. And it's not like, okay, um, the fire is about to hit the gas line and blow the place up. The place is... S- Slowly going on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, I see you laughing, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's slowly going on fire. She gets knocked down for the place to blow up. And then the brothers do the uh, cool guys don't look at explosions, then jump. And then when uh, Billy is looking at her pictures, like, hey, she was our caregiver. And Jimmy's just like, fuck that. Let's not look in the past. There's nothing she can do now. And he takes all her fucking shit and throws it in the water. She's <laughs> like, 
Did she fucking mean anything? Oh yeah. yeah they what this, the fuck? They like, have this the little fight between each other where there's it's like you just need to get wait, over wait, it wait, because wait, wait. she Let just dies. You, were they brothers or just gay lovers? I don't know. Yeah. They were like boyfriend and boyfriend. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Could have been. Good for them. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's not incest. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe in New Angeles it's <laughs> gay marriage is fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, it's fine now. Like that's. But but in two thousand seven. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, in two thousand seven, it was. Two thousand seven, right. you know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But so <clears throat> yeah, the, and then just getting into some of the fight scenes of this movie too. Terrible. Uh, yeah, like okay, you see Jimmy exercise his fighting skills because the actor who played him had karate background. Mark Dragos. And, and you see um, uh, Billy Scott Wolf. He's like. Busting Terrible. open gumball machines and having them slip mm-hmm. on each other and like all this jumping kind of on shit. the back of motherfuckers and giving them noogies and like just crazy shit. That's that. So, so you're telling me this party of five motherfucker, yeah. Scott Wolf, <laughs> is giving motherfuckers noogies where Mark Dragos, who actually later on in '97 played the Crow Stairway to Heaven, yeah, and and Mortal Kombat Legacy and all that shit, who actually has. Martial arts experience, which uh, I'm, did uh, Kevin? I'm I'm throwing out Kevin right quick. I'm not putting you what? on the spot, yes. but I feel like I'm talking to you. Only the strong. Have you seen that movie? Uh, no, I have not. You disappoint me, Kevin. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but I've I'm, heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, now we're on the same page. But he has martial arts experience. It's it's like Scott Wolf just overshadowed him. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. yeah, and then a few fight scenes. There was that. There was the fight scene when the bad guys invade their place at the broke down movie theater. Then there was the fight scene after they have their gay fight, their love fight. That uh, they they go and they're like, we're gonna devise a plan. And then the gang, this gang is just. It's, Tons of people. The clowns? Yeah, the clowns. Whatever the fuck they are. They're just waiting for Because apparently uh, the main villain here, T-1000, he had a meeting with the main gang and killed their leader. Um, who uh, Michael Berry? Yeah. So yeah. we have it in... Um, the guy from... Um, what is it? Uh, the Hills of Eyes? Oh, that, that's oh, yeah, who that's, from. Yeah, that's Man, who he I is. knew he looked Wait, familiar. wait, wait. Have you seen the movie Weird Science? <laughs> no. Yeah, way I back should, in the 80s. Yeah, he he was uh at the end uh, towards the end, and and, and it's weird because um the guy that played um one of the characters from Weird Science, Michael Berry, that guy goes, hey, can you not tell anybody? Because I'm a teacher, I'm a school teacher, and leaves. But uh, he's also from the weird, uh, the Hills of Eyes, and he's the uh, gang he's on, leader. Like, the front cover of that movie too, I think. Yes, he the is old the front, one. He the, the is the front one. cover, and. He is the uh, the gang leader, which is kind of like from. I think they called them the Warriors. Oh yeah. Oh really? <clears throat> no, but it reminded me of the Warriors because he's the leader. Yeah, and in this movie, Double Dragons, he's the leader of. I think they call the gang the Maniacs. I think it's what they called no. it. The Maniacs. Yeah. yeah. So they have this scene here. I am Kogashuko. From now on. You'll do as I say. You say, you little snarf. 
Since when did you even have a say? Since now. And that's when he kills them with his shadow powers. And then when he kills them, he takes over the gangs. Another gang's completely working for him. All of them. And then they basically go and try and jump the double dragons after they're done having their little fight over, you know, their their caregiver dying. So and they get over it fairly quickly. Doesn't I mean, shit. they they kiss and make up. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. So and then after they get jumped, that's when they decide to go to the power core. They get with uh, Alyssa Milano's character. Marion. Marion. <clears throat> and they decide to try and be active to go after um, T-1000. So I like how we call him T-1000. Yes. Thank you. Such a better name than Kobe So is. this is the part of the movie where I know I was in and out of. Because I was having trouble staying away from this movie. <laughs> if, if, if you're both... But- about to but say what you're about to say. They break into the place and they Okay, I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what was crazy to me is they break in and then at the same time they've broken in, um Marion's dad is like having a talk with the T one thousand. And he's basically talking about how like I guess he's addressing the fact that they had a daylight attack and I don't know what he's there for. He's like arguing with him about something. He it gets go ahead. Yeah, he invited him there because he wants to try the freaking bribe him to try to. That's uh, right. They had the money in the briefcase. He wanted to bribe him, and he was like, "Are you trying to bribe me?" And like he was, Kevin. At any point, if you have anything to say, please say so. (laughs) Please. (laughs) So We, we realize that we're just talking. So, and you're but, not really adding any input. but when Jimmy and Billy fall through, like they start trying to attack them violently, and then that chick, I think her name's like Whiplash, she has the whip all Lash, the time. Yeah, Lash. Yeah, who, like Lash. who gives a fuck at this point? Because she, but she that. attacks the police officer, so okay. that's a crime to attack a police officer. I, nothing happens. After I, I, that. I, the yeah, cop nothing. leaves, and it's just like. Okay. I, okay, I remember. I fell asleep at that fucking point. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, I, I mean, I was in and out of this point, but yeah, what ended up happening after that is they go back to the power cores gang, and the cops like, I need to do what my daughter's been doing. I need to fight crime. You know, like we need to fight it at night. And then that's when we get the final scene of wait, um, wait, this is not around the same time when they're rubbing that medallion. When they're showing the power core yeah. game, oh, they're rubbing yeah. the medallion, and then they hear noises. And they're like, "Fuck yeah!" And obviously, you see somebody like, "Fucking yeah. what is it? What something. is it? Totally, I forget what they call it. Uh, it makes the whistling sound. Yeah, yeah headed back way back in the nineties. I don't know. It's in the nineties, but yet it's in two thousand seven because they're still fucking playing with it. <laughs> I know, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What I'm saying. It's totally style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's two thousand seven. Everybody's still fucking twirling that shit. So, yeah. It's the future, of course. We haven't had talked about a Bobo, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I really Jesus did not Christ. want to talk about a yeah, Bobo. Yeah, he's... He ends up in the beginning, he's the one who, like, they have the, the... That's the thing we played earlier, where they had the computer, and he's like, he can, he can bench 800 pounds. And there's, like, a car scene chase with him. And, uh, no, so there's no fight. There's no physical fight with him. But for some reason... They're like, well, we're going to beef you up with more steroids. And he turns into this monstrous do, thing. Do you have any reason why they turned him into that? 
Because he'd be he big could, and strong. Well, you're shrugging your used, shoulders. They used him to go fight because they found out where they were staying in that little movie theater thing. But why? And they used him to help attack him. You're, you're, you're looking at me like, I don't fucking know. Like, why the fuck would they even do Because there is no him? real reason. He called it a punishment for letting him get away. Game. Well, Kevin, why would they beef him up like that to look like some big steroid motherfucker? I have no fucking idea. Well, me being the oldest motherfucker at this table, <laughs> playing the old double dragons, every boss fight at every stage, the uh, the guy you had to fight was the biggest, beefiest, steroided up motherfucker you had to fight. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're telling me. They <laughs> were like muscles on top of fucking muscles. Yeah. They were the boss. So to symbolize that, they at least had to have one character in that fucking movie for some odd fucking reason. <laughs> To be steroid up and to make him look just like those guys. I'm like, that. why would you even do that? He's too fucking big. He would die. Yeah. Yep. This like, man looked more like the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. They he, even make that joke. Yeah. That joke of the Ghostbusters, which at this time in 2007, the Ghostbusters movie would be like dated. Like that's yeah, old shit. shit. That was from the 80s. So yeah, right. making that joke on, but he did. They even, they, yeah. So in fact, there's a scene here too, a crazy fucking scene where they are gonna turn him into that, and the uh, here I'll play it. It will give you the strength of ten men. I already have the strength of ten men. This thing will kill me. Perhaps, but I consider you like a son of a, and like a son. I can always have another. What a thing to say about a son. Yeah, like, so, Brain, my son, I could just be like, well, he could die because I could just make another one, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just expendable. Yeah, with who? <laughs> like, that kind of reference point was bonkers. Like, well, I could have another son. It's bang- I guess he's banging Lash because there's that scene later on where he's like, you two leave. You stay. And then the two Asian henchmen are like, us? And he's like, yeah, her. It's like, oh, he's banging. <laughs> she, because they don't say why she stays. He tells her to like stay, and we just don't see what happens after that. Uh, so unless he's banging the, uh, the uh, balding Asian man. <laughs> Talking about the freaking tie dye in the back of those dudes' heads. Oh yeah, in the back of their heads, they have this little tie dye image of like, what is it? What is it? It's his. It's his company's logo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. They put their logo on the back of their head. Yes, it's his company's wow, logo. That's just it's a company policy. Far. There's a company policy. <laughs> you have to read it. <laughs> so this movie, to finally end this movie, the Double Dragons, Billy and Jimmy, they're at the hideout, and the hideout gets attacked by um, uh, T-1000, and he has the Double Dragon... And he gets both of them, and then he turns into two different. Um, well, it's supposed to be Tengu warriors. This is what they're okay, supposed to represent. That's what supposed to be. That's what they're supposed so to. So he turns into them, which is like okay. And Jimmy and Billy beat him up and get the get the coins, and they basically like. I think they possess him, start making him punch himself. Because this is the other thing this movie has. It got, it got really silly. Well, the while. whole movie's been real silly because you get lines like this. Hey, broomhead, we're going to sweep the floor with your skull. Do you have stuff like that? Eat some fish, buttheads! 
A lot of people call it butthead in this movie. I mean, it's a I mean, term used a lot. I mean, you're right. It was silly, but at that point, it got really silly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but and it's funny because this it's the power group, which uh, a power core is just like apparently it's like one of the more serious groups in there. But like, there's this scene here where Billy and Jimmy first find it. Okay, so where is it? It's right there. Where? Right there. See, I told you I could find it. Hey, let's go. We're going. Hey. Okay. The dialogue is so weird. Look, they have a bathroom. I gotta take a whiz. Bad. Weird. Just bad writing. Wait a second. It says please use other door. Bad writing and bad chemistry. They want you to think it's the other door. And look. They tell, oh, there's a sign in front of it that says, please use other doors. So in the front of this gang's entrance, there's a sign that says, oh, use the other door. And then there's another sign that's like, watch your step. It's like, what? And, you know, you have these, uh, you know, advisories. Like, hey, it's their secret gang, but uh, if you're coming over here, use the other door. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Which goes into Billy and Jimmy and Marion going to fight the shadow boss. Yeah, i.e. T-1000. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he he bear hugs Jimmy and separates the other two. Oh, yeah, Which that's later right. he possesses Jimmy in front of the uh, Power Core gang. Yeah. Which, of course, the chick from the beginning who seems badass to, throughout the entire movie... Um, lashes her whip onto a fucking pole and yes, gets indeed. her ass beaten by Marion in like yeah. one punch. <laughs> yeah. And well, then she, she gets freaking elbowed in the forehead like, afterwards. Yeah, like, like, like right really after that. Quick. And they smash her head up against the pole and yeah. she just gets knocked out and never and, seen but, again But somehow I cannot forget this scene where Marion crawls through the tunnel and Billy and Jimmy are fighting, fighting. to get through behind her. Oh yeah, yo yeah yeah because yeah. she just bent over and showed her ass, and yeah. then she goes up and they're like fighting. Yeah, but getting back to the final fight scene and everything, yeah, that is true because uh, when they tried to break in, he takes Jimmy and ends up possessing Jimmy. So then you have like a Jimmy versus Billy fight, so, which is much better martial arts. Yeah, than Mark Drago's <laughs> compared to Scott Wolf. Yeah, but uh, they finally get. Him free of that control. and like, like, who gives a fuck how, but yeah. it does. And they end up getting the coins, and they end up beating him, and now they're the double dragons. So, yeah, why the From fuck? the for cartoon. All of, yeah. For yeah. all of five fucking seconds. Yeah. At the end of the movie. Right, because uh, T-1000 gets both medallions when uh, Jimmy gets hit by the sandbags, drops yeah. a medallion, and he picks it up and becomes... Two ugly ass dark ninjas. Yeah. That, that both brothers. Yeah. Or gay lovers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, defeat. Mm. And then finally they get the medallions and put it together. And in their powers is they have neat costumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Billy and uh, Jimmy's like, well, thank God I got that's red a, and not that's, blue. That's another thing. The movies that we've done, like Mario and stuff, where at the end of these yeah. movies, they get into outfits that are similar to, to the, the actual video right. game. And then they wear them for literally like five minutes. You know, and you're like, like holy oh, shit, the video game. I'm like, wait a fucking second. And then Jimmy's like, well, thank God I don't have blue. And Billy's like, 
what's wrong with blue? Yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy just looks at him like, oh, because it's gay. But he doesn't say that. And then they beat up Robert Patrick. I can give you money. And Billy, and then Jimmy jumps into him. Oh, yeah. And he has him write a check. He's like, stop hitting yourself. Yeah. And you're like, this this has gotten way too fucking Not silly. only that, when the cops finally show up, they go and to arrest He writes a them. fucking check to... But, but again, another weird future technology that doesn't exist yet either, where he just speaks into a thing and he's like, I'll pay them a hundred million dollars. And then, boop, like a little receipt pops and out then and then he just yeah, fucking it's signs just, it. Yeah, it's yeah. his freaking check. Yeah. It auto writes the damn check. Yeah, just by like audio, like just saying that. Like, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, who asked for that technology? And it's weird because these days, all you have to do is just, they have the technology where you can use your phone, you can scan instead of using like a card as if it was like a check or a credit card. Yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, do some fun facts. That was basically our run through of the movie and just typically. Unfortunately. Yeah. So here's a couple of uh, fun facts on it. Hey, Tina, you have anything to say about it? (laughs) In the final battle, Linda Lash. Christina Wagner says to Marion, now who's the boss? Later, Marion tells Lash, you're lucky. Generally, I put people in the hospital. Alyssa Milano started in a television series, Who's the Boss? And Wagner was a regular on General Hospital. So they had this little inside joke between the two. On the How many shows. really gave a fuck? Yeah. Dozens of arcade games appear in the Power Corps hideout. Double Dragon is one of them. Yeah, it's the cat, visible. They made a cameo. Yeah, it's visible when Jimmy uh, tries to kick Billy but misses and shatters the game screen. In one scene, Kogo Shuko asks his henchmen, Who is that? Huey and Lewis. Huey, Lewis, any news? A reference to the band Huey Lewis Missing and the News. Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Seriously. Coincidentally, the Cahoyga River, where the boat chase scene was filmed on, actually has caught multiple fires in the past due to pollution. Yeah, it's caught Because that, that, that river flamed up easy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene where they were running on the boat, and they go into the bridge, and the sign falls, and it just sets fire. And I didn't even see <laughs> oh, why shit. fire That, that, that was the fire. scene I fell asleep through. Yeah, there you go. Because who gave a fuck? Yeah, that was the scene I was talking about earlier where they jumped off the boat into the river and they started talking about getting diarrhea and the hair going to fall out and everything. According to editor Danny Ritz, the alley where the Lee brothers are about to face off with a bobo was shot in downtown Los Angeles. It was used by junkies and other nefarious persons. It had to be steam cleaned before shooting could be done. Not surprised. What the fuck? Not fucking surprised. The seal on Jimmy Lee's Retor shirt was designed by the DECA teacher of Snohomish, Snohomish High School. The image in the middle of the seal is the original Snohomish High School building. Right before the Lee brothers fight the gangs in the junkyard, there's a close-up of one of the clown's gang members reading the Lee's information. Their full names are shown as James Stewart Lee and William Burroughs Lee. James Stewart was an actor and William Burroughs was a writer. Game, we did not give a fuck. Yeah, these Seriously. weird things that were put in there. That, like, what? why? First-time director Jim Yukich summarized his approach to the film. Our characters are like normal kids. 
Three kids on an adventure, so we did want to make something that kids would almost be too afraid to see. I like win. to make it in a funnier, lighthearted vein. Fucking win! Yeah, the 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 stuff was not based on kids at all. Kevin, please fucking add on this shit. Seriously, <laughs> fuck uh, win. What, what, was it funnier? No. What? It was just yeah. bad. Yeah. It was just Thank bad. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck. The boat chase sequence was... Now, this is kind of sad, actually. The boat chase sequence was filmed on the Chihoyga, whatever the fuck it is, river in northeast Ohio. And climaxes with an explosion used... They used 700 gallons of gasoline combined with 200 gallons of alcohol. Despite warnings the night before on several news channels, the explosion caused residents of the nearby city to panic, leading to 210 phone calls to emergency services over 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) For this movie, they did that. That's yeah. Any thoughts on that, Tina? (laughs) Anything at all? No. No? A video game. (laughs) Tina said fuck that. Yeah. A video I game agree. featuring motion-captured sprites like Mortal Kombat was concepted to coincide with the movie, having the actors of the film and their stunt doubles provide the captured images. Oh, God. However, it was deemed... You fucking win! <laughs> <laughs> it could not be completed in the same amount of time as the movie, so it was scrapped. After Thank the, God. After the Thank movie's release, God. the film studio admitted it was a stroke of luck the game didn't go ahead. So, Thank fucking God. That's it on that. Um... Rating this movie. How many lives did we lose? So, uh, Ryan, why don't you go ahead? How many lives you lost? You know what? I'm going to go... Since Kevin is our guest, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to him first. Oh, okay. Go ahead, man. How many mm-hmm. lives did you lose? Watch Me? I got game fucking over. Yeah, why you say that, man? Oh, because this movie is just fucking terrible. Yeah. And, I mean, there was a point in the movie where they freaking... Uh, when you're talking about the car, they threw the cheese whiz in the freaking car, and Jimmy's got the hood up, and he takes the condenser for the air conditioner off the car, out of the car, and he's just looking at it like, yeah, grilled cheese uh, engine. Like, that had any damn thing to do with the engine. That was a condenser for the fucking air conditioner. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't catch that. It's funny. Uh, Raiden lies. He lost all five. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and say Kevin as your first guest you lost all lives. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> it really is. As for me, as somebody who watched this movie when I was a kid saying this is fucking stupid, and then just watching it today saying this is fucking stupid, game fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a Chun Lee band, huh? It's fucking neck and neck or yeah. even fucking worse. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say. Um, I was debating it. There's definitely some fond memories for me as a kid watching this movie because I actually liked it when I was little. But looking at it again, this was terrible. I'd never watch it again. There was a lot of like like grown worthy moments where it's just like, oh, you know, and it was like, it was why? Fun. Yeah. So, especially playing the game, watching a cartoon, you're watching this movie like, why? Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't understand what this movie was for. Like, I, Double Dragons was, I guess, like kind of a hit, but I don't think it was like that big of a property to warrant a movie. And then it this was just movie, a fact. Like, it just... had nothing really to do with the game. Yeah. I mean, it was a basic concept, you know? Like, even the cartoon really had nothing to do with the game that much. Yeah. But what the fuck was this movie was doing? 
Yeah. So, I don't know. But that's what happened. We got killed on this movie. We got some lives back with Batman, and we lost them all on this one. Like, holy so, fuck. Yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead. Typically, I forgot to play the trailer in the beginning. So, we're going to go ahead. We're going to sh- close this thing down. You can hear the trailer for this movie as we end. On your fucking own. Yeah. Seriously. Unless Seth wants to play it. I'm playing it. Two thousand seven. Can I just say this guy Los made Angeles. every ninety in a fucking movie in the nineties? It sounds epic. Changed. Cops rule the day. Win. Punks rule the night. Win. And one man wants to rule them all. T one thousand. There's only one thing he needs to succeed. Kill John Connor. Another this good move. Find me the other half now. And look who's got it. It magnifies the power inside you. This half gives power over the body. All right, so where's the on button? Now, two brothers will stop at nothing to protect their half. They never fucking did. Madman will stop at nothing to possess it. You're gonna love this. Let's have some fun. Who wants gum? If they succeed, they're heroes. But if he does, they're history. Watch your step. Time to skin you guys. This is not what the fuck I want. It's part of it. T2's Robert Patrick, Scott Wood, Mark Costos, and the Mr. Milano Double Dragon. You said it. And they even referenced him being in T2. Yeah. We don't really have to wear these, do we? Yeah, that's the scene when they when they fucking wear the uh, the costumes from the medallions. We don't have to wear these, do we? Well, I'm wearing red. Too bad it's not blue. What the fuck is wrong with blue? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> well, thanks guys for listening. Again, www.whosnextgaming.com. Hey, uh, just website. to also mention, I'm, I'm really sorry to interrupt you, but uh, I just want to thank Kevin for coming on this episode. Yeah, We Kevin. really appreciate it. Oh, We're looking to have Kevin come on a little more often, and Eric, because he'll be on our Who's Next podcast episode and we'll probably swap in between the two as well as having guests also kevin appreciates uh me being on this episode because i'm awesome because i appreciated him right kevin yeah sure all right cool sure and i'm also going to mention tina was on this episode too because she She keeps standing right next to me (laughs) by the table yeah fine tina (laughs) whatever all right y'all take care and uh, check out the website. We've got some YouTube videos up and new episodes. Um, thanks for all your support. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. I'm there for you. Peace.